Hi everyone, this is Katie Tastrom and this is where we're at the fourth episode of Sick Life. I keep doing, I'll stop doing that. Sick Life! Um, but it's the first episode where we have a guest. So this will be um, part one in infinity of um, talking about mental health issues. Um, so... Yeah, I, mental health issues are, I consider them a chronic illness. Um, it's up to individuals to identify with that, whether they want to lump it together or apart or whatever. But um, I I personally have kind of a weird history with all this stuff. I don't want to get into it too much now because it would take forever. Um, I'm always on the fence, not always on the fence, but I'm on the fence of whether I identify with someone as someone with mental health issues or not. Um, but I'll talk more about that later. But so my guest is my husband, um, Sean Tastrom Fenton and, um, say hi. Hi. (laughs) Um, so this is, um, I literally, when I talk about this being from my bed, it is in my bed. And what better person to have in my bed than the person I share it with every night, most nights. Um, and my dog wasn't available, so I had to settle for Sean. <laughs> um, um, please just, uh, tip your servers. I'll be here all week. Um, no, but anyway, so he'll tell you more about himself. I'm sure he'll be on a lot of these episodes. Um, I have a lot of awesome people that you guys will know mostly because it's just my friends listening to this <laughs> and it's other friends, but, um, it's a matter. I still, I don't know how to do phone call stuff. I don't, whatever. Um, this whole time I've literally, literally been using this like $99 setup thing, podcast setup we got from Amazon or somewhere. So Best Buy, whatever. That's, I don't know why I'm rambling about that. I'm really exhausted. I'm still having the like cold thing that I had last episode and I'm just exhausted. But if I didn't do this, um, when I felt okay, then it would never happen because I never feel okay. So anyway, um, here's Sean. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hi. Um, so talk to us about mental health issues. Go. No. <laughs> um, they are awesome. Um, talk to me about your, your experience. Um, tell us about your experience with mental health issues. Um, I don't know if where you want to start or. Well, as um, a teenager, I uh, started having violence issues, um, which led me to being sent to a therapist, which led me to being diagnosed as um, depressed. that lasted a very short time because my parents didn't keep up on that, which is fine. Um, until I was in my twenties and I went back because I was having some similar issues and I got again, diagnosed as, um, depressive and it was, uh, kind of clarified. And for a time I was like, major depression and then borderline personality and then bipolar and then um so now I'm kind of just living with being 
depressed and anxious a lot. Uh, Can you talk more specifically about kind of your daily life now? Um, what what symptoms you deal with that go along with the stuff? Yeah, um, I am fairly well managed day to day now. I deal with a lot of anxiety about being uh, around people. Um, to the point where I actively avoid being around people and, and kind of get a little shaky when I am around people. Um, I have panic attacks. I have bouts where I'll just start crying uh, for no seeming external reason. Um, and I have a lot of paranoia and uh, general sadness um, that, uh, that I deal with. I'm, I'm moderately medicated for it, um, but, and that definitely helps, as you can attest. <laughs> yeah, it definitely helps a lot. It makes a big difference. Um, so none of this, we haven't planned this out at all. Um, that is so, uh, <laughs> um, so you're kind of on the spot, but, um, what would you want people to know about mental health issues, just in general, that that they don't? First and foremost, I think that people need to understand that people with mental health disabilities are very extremely good looking. <laughs> Not all of them, but certainly. Across the board. Certainly you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we all have deep, sexy voices. Yep. Uh and that we deflect with humor when we are embarrassed about this. <laughs> um, I think, it, you know, the biggest thing is that it, it doesn't matter that you can't tell that I'm depressed or that you can't tell that I'm anxious. And, uh, you know, saying that, like, it's a good thing isn't really helping. You know, it, it just kind of reinforces the fact that I have to keep struggling to keep that mask up. Um, so what you're saying when you disclose to someone that you have these issues and they're like, Oh, well you seem totally normal. That's not right. helpful. Right. And, and, uh, even like more extreme than that, uh, I get a lot of, Oh, you're not really depressed. You just, you know, we've had a bad day or yeah. who isn't depressed. Yeah. yeah. We're all, we all we're get all sad, sad sometimes. Yeah. Um, not helpful. No, not at all. Um, and yeah, it, uh, I understand that the end, the intent is there uh, to make people, you know, to try and connect or to say, you know, hey, I think you're doing okay. Um, but that's not really what you're saying. If you want to say that I'm doing okay, then say I'm doing okay. Not that I can't mm -hmm. tell that you're depressed. I can't, you know. What? Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the biggest day-to-day -day thing that I deal with. Um, and people that I interact with a lot, I will ultimately take them aside and say, hey, this is not helpful. I, I know that you're trying, and I appreciate that, but, you know, this is how you can be a little more helpful. I have kind of an advantage in doing that, things like that in that I'm a dude, uh, dude-identified um, and white and seemingly straight, uh, so I have a lot of privilege and a lot of leverage in my professional and personal environment. I know that a lot of people don't have that leverage because they can't be seen as... You know, vulnerable. Right, and they're already othered and 
in other in other ways. So yeah. another thing would be too much. Um, but for me, and and so I hope that I hope to you know leverage my privilege to kind of spread that as much as I can. Awesome. Um, so there's a million things I want to ask you for the purposes of this podcast. Um, Your hard drive can only hold so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, meaning I can only like sit upright with our precarious microphone for so long before I uh, need to lay down. But so talk to me about, I want to, this is one of my favorite things to talk to you about regarding this stuff is talk to me about how you cope with your mental health issues. Um, I cope in a lot of ways. Uh, I cope by uh, having the best wife ever, having the best wife ever, uh-huh. uh, going to get you food, uh, mm-hmm. at any slight request, taking care of me, um, which well, I actually do want to talk more about that sometime <laughs> in terms of, um, caretakers and stuff. Cause that's a big role. Cause you do a lot for me physically and I do a lot for you emotionally yeah, it actually yeah. works out pretty well but I want to yeah so sorry talk more about your coping um I um I hide a lot uh to cope uh and that takes a lot of forms uh some of it reading uh playing video games uh my biggest thing currently and hopefully for a while is uh building with lego it's, I think, the most helpful thing that I do. I don't know how to set the podcast thing on... Um, no shit mode? On, <laughs> no, on, on, like, the timer, like, the the number timer, the time time. I don't even know what it's called. I'm so bad at this. But, um, and so I don't know how long it's been before you mentioned Lego, but I think that might be the longest in a while. Although I, I asked true. the question I asked, I knew we'd get to it because I wanted to... And to be fair, I was just... To hear about it. ...asked deep in Lego for several days. Yeah, um, your favorite. Um, but yeah, so, so talk to more about, talk to me more about how Lego helps. Uh, well, because Lego is very flexible. Um, I can either build a kit, uh, or I can make something of my own or, um, as I'm finding often is one of my favorite things to do is to actually kind of mix them and download the instructions for a kit and then go through my bins and bins and bins of pieces and see if I can build that kit. So, like, the going through is helpful? Yeah. Kind of meditative? Yeah. Sounds like a lot of this is actually kind of along the lines of... Yeah, and, like, the the building just a kit out of the box is extremely meditative because it's just, you know, following instructions and slapping bricks together and just kind of zoning out mm-hmm. and, you know, building my own stuff, I'm, you know, leveraging a little bit more of my brain. And so I'm kind of, uh, being a little bit more creative. And then when I'm kind of mixing the two, I have to sometimes be creative and, you know, replacing a part and, uh, replacing a color and trying to switch up a color scheme if I don't have enough of a certain color and so on and so forth. Um, try to, try to, Find what you need without me yelling at you about money. Yeah. Maybe. Dudes be shopping all the time, dudes you know. Be, dudes be shopping. Dudes be shopping, spending money. That's um. another way I cope. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But, I, put, I put headphones on and I, and I shop. But, um, 
but yeah, so I think what another kind of winding up here, winding, winding up, winding down, whatever you call it, winding, um, is so it seems to, to me, um, that Lego has been also a way though for you to kind of like make friends and, and with Lego stuff around, you've started, um, and part of this, we're talking about this because Sean just got back last week from Brickfest, um, and we're not, Lego's not paying me for this. I would love it if they did. They could pay us in Lego. It would save us so much money. Because, um, <laughs> you know, all three people that listen to this. Um, but anyway, yeah, so talk to me about your experience last weekend at Brickfest. Um. Yeah, so Brickfest is like a it's a Lego convention, for lack of a better term. It uh, is a four day thing. There's two days that are just for us big giant Lego dorks, and then there's two days that are open to the public. To I mean, they have to buy tickets and come in, but they can come in and check stuff out. Uh, it's a combination of like showing off what we've built and uh, playing games, and there's like vendors selling. Lego kits or custom stuff. Uh, I bought a custom Jesus Christ minifigure because I thought that was hilarious. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's a really fun time. This was my second time going. It was my first time showing off my creations, and it was really fulfilling um, having people see my things that aren't technically very good in comparison to a lot of the stuff, but getting a lot of really good feedback. And uh, ultimately, you know, I, I ended up winning a trophy. Yay. Um, yeah, I know you were really nervous going into that because you went somewhere. It was a few hours away by yourself and stuff, but it um, it worked out really great, and you had a great time. And I didn't mean for this to have the kind of, like, yay inspiration story arc overcoming disabilities that's horrible because you did not overcome them but um but i i just think it was notable that that you were able to have that experience yeah and and it was the people you know it, it was i was so much of nerddom is negative and kind of cruel um you know you see that a lot with you know, online message boards and mm-hmm. the whole video game culture, and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of just oh, people online can be mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh wow, I, know. I didn't know that. Uh, it's because I block I... all comments from our internet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so the people in the Lego sphere, I'm gonna say, I guess, uh, are just really great. I, I found myself. Over the weekend, I made a bunch of really awesome friends this past weekend. I had made, like, one or two friends last year, um, this guy Chris that I loved to death. Uh, And this year I made a bunch more. This guy Tony, who's fucking amazing. Uh, And just a lot of really, really good times. And and I was struck by uh, something that hadn't happened in a really long time, is that I was walking around this fairly large venue, um, and I wasn't looking over my shoulder, and I wasn't you know, twitchy, and I wasn't, like, you know, turning around accusingly every, you know, few minutes, uh, you know, looking for a... a Just being, like, on guard yeah, kind of all the time. I was I was relaxed. Like, hyper-aroused, I think, is the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the term. 
but yeah, I, I was just, I, I, I was calm and I was, uh, I was relaxed and, and I just, I had, had a really fun, good time for the first time in a long time. Yay. All right. So now we're going to move into, um, my one and only segment, recurring segment so far. Um, there'll be more. I still need a song. We'll figure that out. Not me. Do, Someone do, will. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, and so, um, so the segment is, what are you doing in bed? Um, I know it's not sex for either of us lately, nope. um, between toddlers and illnesses, broken things. yeah, broken bodies, broken brains. Um, but we'll talk more about that another time. But, um, but yeah, so for me, I'll go first, give you time to think about, cause I didn't even warn you about this. Um, the two dope Queens podcast is really been amazing. Um, it's been making being in bed a lot more fun. If you do have some kind of surgery or condition that hurts, makes it hurt when you laugh. Um, I do not recommend it in those instances, but it's so hard. Phoebe Robinson and Jessica Williams are unbelievably amazing. And, um, yeah, I'm starting to plan a, I want to try to figure out a way to go see that sometime. Um, I'm just, hopefully I'll be well enough to actually make it. But, um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing in bed. What about you? What have you been doing in bed besides Um, farting? Lots of farting. Um, Staying in the podcast realm, uh, I have been really enjoying the Minority Corner uh, podcast with uh, James and Aneke. The yeah. Minority Corner with a K because the C was taken, as they say. Um, especially recently, uh, James has been talking about rediscovering play. And uh, he specifically was talking about Lego and uh, how much fun he's been having with that. Uh, I actually shared with him my own experiences with Lego through their Facebook group and uh, showed off a couple of my things that I made and uh, he seemed to really dig it. So um, that's one of the myriad of podcasts I've been listening to recently that I really enjoy. Yay. Well, thank you, sweetie, for being on my podcast. <laughs> and suck it, Rose Buddies. We're the best. Oh, and Sawbones. We're the best husband-wife team, even though I only let him near the mic sometimes. Um, but anyway, okay, so remember that we have an email address. It's sicklifepodcast at gmail.com. So please email um, me and or Sean too. Um, someday we'll have, if people want, I don't, all two people that are listening, if we should make some kind of show page thing to like show some of your cool Lego stuff. Um, Sean did some really cool stuff like recreating um different important moments in activist history um with lego so like he did stonewall he did um rosa parks's um mugshot but anyway cool stuff um all right i guess that's it i struggle with figuring out how to wind down if i had a song i could you should end it like all podcasts you rate and review and subscribe oh yeah and For real, it's on iTunes now. So, yeah, five stars, baby. It's on uh, Stitcher now. Stitcher. And the other one that I don't remember the name of. Um, SoundCloud? Well, oh, no, too. there's another one, like, too. Yeah. Find it and rate it, please. Um, give a sick lady a break. Rate her stuff. Rate her shitty podcast. We need a Casper right. mattress. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you.